Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We as human beings are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Welcome. Welcome to episode 78 of Navigating the Modern World. I am so excited about today's podcast because we are talking about literally the body. And not as in the body of like, we need to change the body, but like really getting empowered in what our body is and how we relate to our body in a way that actually disempowers us. And I'm going to explain that. So something that's been happening to me, and I'm just going to like start the podcast um, talking about this, is that I have been waking up in the middle of the night kind of receding, like receiving downloads from what I would say is like God spirit. And it's been so cool because in the beginning, it's almost hard to trust. You're kind of like, whoa, this is really intense. And like, why, you know, why is this like voice continuously saying all this? So this morning, what started coming in when I woke up was like, People's personalities and people's behaviors are a part of their machine. People's personalities and people's behaviors is a part of their machine. And it kept repeating over and over again until I got up out of bed to write it down. And so I kept listening. And what happens when I start getting these kind of downloads is that they continue if I engage with them. So I started engaging with them and how I engage personally as I begin writing it down. And then all of this other information comes out. And so at first, this thought of like people's personalities and people's behaviors, like is just part of their machine, their mechanism. I was like, hmm, that's really curious. And then it kept talking to me about the body. And so I want to get really clear by stating and starting with that we operate that our body is us. And you don't have to believe me. You can just really see it and think about it for a second. Like we operate as if this body is us. So that way, when we have an experience, we become the reaction that our body like tells us is created by that experience. So like, for instance, if I'm walking down the street and somebody yells at me and my body maybe feels tense and my thoughts are like, what an asshole or something, right? We actually react as if we are this body. Like that reaction is us. We are mad. We are frustrated. That person is an a-hole, right? We react as if whatever our body represents or presents to us, that we are that in each moment. And we walk around a bunch of reactions to what our body, what is arising in our bodies. 
So I want to talk about what the body is. The body actually is a machine. Like it is a working machine. It is just like the computer that you turn on and do work from. There is really no difference. And so let's let's begin by just like looking at something that you can really see it, like like our legs. So looking at our legs, we can really see that our legs perform a purpose, like they perform an action or certain actions that are for a purpose in our lives. So they allow us to walk, we can bend down, right? Like we can like use them for fashion. We put things on our legs that are fashionable. Like they are a part of a working machine. But if you lost a leg, like if something happened and you lost your leg, you would still actually be there. You would still exist. So same with like our hands or our bellies. We eat something and our bodies, our body works in the exact mechanism, the exact way a machine should work so that you can process your food. We eat it, saliva goes on into it to break it up. It goes down our, into our like down our esophagus, into our stomachs, the acids in the stomach break it down to like separate nutrients, you know, from byproducts, like, right? Like the body knows what it's doing. It's a machine that operates and does certain things. But if something happened and you had to get part of your stomach removed, or if you had to get some of your intestines removed or something happened, you would still exist. You would still exist. Okay, so now let's talk about the brain and the body, like the brain and the body connection. So your brain also has a job. Our brains are literally, its function is for survival. So what it does, how it helps you survive, is it takes in sensory input, takes in the sensory, the stuff happening in the outside world or the stuff happening in the inside world. It takes that information and its job is to have you survive. So it produces thoughts that either make sense of our outer world or make sense of our inner world. If we understand what's happening with us, what's happening in the world, if we really understand, we can make sense out of it, then we are surviving. And there was this really beautiful study that I just read up on, on um, the nervous systems, actually. But what happens is, is if you're in like crazy traffic, and let's say your body starts feeling stressed or nervous, that actually your body goes into the same exact processing, the same exact reactions as if you were getting chased by a bear. So there is really no difference. Like, it doesn't matter if you're getting chased by a bear. It doesn't matter if um, you're in stressful traffic. It doesn't matter if somebody's yelling at you on the side of the road. It doesn't matter if you're being um, attacked by a dog. Like, it doesn't actually matter if you're being stressed out about finances. Like, it doesn't actually matter because your body is a machine and it reacts the same to any threat. And threats 
are when your body thinks you're not going to survive. So it doesn't matter if like, oh my gosh, something's going to happen with my finances. I'm not going to have money, like right threat. Oh my gosh, traffic is insane. I hope I don't get in a wreck threat. Oh my gosh, a bear is chasing me. I should run threat. They're all the same. But we don't act like that. We don't act like um, the stress that we're experiencing from finances. Like we don't act like it's important to address that stress as if it were just as important to address if a bear is running after you. But they are the same because your body is a machine that has functions and the function is for survival. I'm going to say it again. The function is for survival. And since we aren't being chased by bears every day, it's important for us as human beings to really notice where we believe we're in threat and get curious about those areas so that we can, one, learn about ourselves and learn about what's going on within ourselves. And two, because our mental health depends on it we live as a culture constantly in the sympathetic nervous system which is the flight or fight nervous system we're constantly going 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 we feel like we need to achieve 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 we feel like we need to change everything about ourselves in order to be good enough we're constantly seeking something better outside of ourselves go 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 right climb the ladder be better like we're constantly in that state and it actually is very, very unhealthy for us. Pretty much, like throughout the day, the, the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system, you, you sway in and out of both. And we are living mostly in the sympathetic nervous system and very, very rarely in the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the nervous system that's the rest and reset. It's like, um, it's like, what happens right before you fall asleep or what state you're in when you're in sleep. It is the nervous system where your body actually relaxes and your body can release trauma. Your body can actually go in at a cellular level and um, repair injury on the body. It's like it's such an important nervous system, but we're never really intentionally living there. We're constantly living in the sympathetic nervous system. This go, go, go. We think we need to achieve better, better, better. And it's because we are reacting to our bodies. So like for me, something that I really got when I was like getting this download is that the thought I'm not good enough, the thought I'm a bad person is actually a part of my machine. It's a part of my mechanism. How do I know this? Because I can go back to memory after memory after memory after memory of like past experience, past experience, past experience, where that same mechanism pops up. It's like, when you open your computer and you, let's say you open Google Chrome, right? You open Google Chrome. Every time you open it, it looks the same. You go in, you click something, it pops up, it looks the same. You're not surprised by that. It's the same with this idea that like I'm not good enough, right? Something happens in my outer world. So like the stimulus with the computer is I open my computer and I double click the Google Chrome and then it pops up, right? Same with the I'm unworthy. Something happens in my outer world 
Maybe my boyfriend doesn't call when he says he's going to. Or I put on a dress and it doesn't fit me quite right, right? And then the mechanism pops up. It arises. You're not good enough. Your body's not good enough. It's just part of the machine. But we don't live like that. We live as if it's us. We live as if I am actually unworthy. None of us actually live in the understanding of what our body actually is. It's a machine. So what happens in the brain too, that's very, very vital and important to know is that the brain has literally, the brain is like a filing cabinet. It literally has filed away every single situation that has ever happened to you in your entire life. Every single belief you've been taught, every experience, everything. It has filed it away. And then what it does is it takes stimulus that's happening in the present moment and it searches through those files to make sense out of what's happening right now. So if you have over and over and over again replayed that you're not good enough and then something in the present moment, some stimulus coming in, your brain is going through the file cabinet of like, oh yeah, it's because she's not good enough. Oh yeah, it's because you're not good enough. Like I can show you all the evidence you're not good enough. And that's your brain's job. It's not who you are. But when you live as if your thoughts are you or your emotions are you or your body sensations are are you instead of them being a machine because what happens when your brain has a thought i'm not good enough your body then reacts maybe you shut down maybe you like curl your shoulders in maybe you feel like a tightness happening in your chest maybe you like start feeling a churning in your belly maybe you start you would label it as like anxiety or sadness right Like our thoughts create body reactions. Same thing as if you're in the forest and you see a bear and you have the thought, oh, that's a bear. And then your body goes into flight mode and you start running. There is actually no difference. But we live as if there's difference. We don't understand what our body's function is. And so we then are out in the world living as if we are the things happening in this body. We put deep significance on the things happening in our body. Like, oh, I'm feeling like my cheeks are red and my, you know, my heart race is increasing. So I am angry and I'm going to react as if I'm angry. And I'm going to yell and I'm going to scream and I'm going to complain, right? Like we, we think we are this instead of just pausing and really realizing like, oh, this is a machine. Inside of this machine, every single Thought will arise. Every single emotion will arise. Every single body sensation will arise because that's the machine I live in. So if you were like a computer engineer and maybe you created apps, right? You would look at the machine and somebody would come to you and say, I want an app that allows you to meditate. And it sets a timer here. And it, and the, the computer engineer would look at the computer And he would create an app inside the bounds of that computer, inside of that machine. It's the same with your body. You know it's not going to be a wise decision to throw your body into a fire. Because you know the bounds of this body. You know that if you throw your body into a fire, it will burn to death and you will die. And you can look at the body, the structure of the body, the things of the body that science has 
taught us or that you have learned through your own experience. You can really look at that. And you can say like, okay, so I know I can't be thrown into a fire, so maybe I'll make fireproof clothing. Or maybe I'll make houses that don't burn down, right? Like we start, we like really look at the machine and when we know the machine, we have power in our lives. And if you understand the machine that you live in, that actually thoughts arise on their own, body sensations arise on their own, emotions arise on their own, they will arise until the day you die. And they arise based on your conditioning from your entire past history and your past experience. Like you'll notice that if you get angry about something, you constantly are getting angry about similar things. You'll notice if your heart keeps getting broken, that your heart gets broken for similar reasons. You'll notice if you get sad about something, you get sad about the same things over and over and over again. It's because it's a computer program running. It's not you. It's not the person you're angry at. It's just a part of your computer. It's a part of your machine. And when you understand what the body, what the machine and the body are and how they work and what's running the show and what programs are popping up, right? Like if somebody cat calls me, I will understand that like the machine that pops up in me is like laughter. Like that's really funny. Like do you think that's going to work, buddy? You know, or like for some people, when somebody cat calls them, it's anger. The, the program anger comes up. But when we get that we're not those things and we step out of the machine, we become aware of the machine. Like the way to step out of the machinery is to label it, become aware of it. Stop resisting it. Stop trying to change it. Just be aware that the machine is running. Literally what you can do when you notice it, is you can get really connected to what you really want in the world, to like what you want in your life. So like, let's say that you're in relationship with somebody and they say something and you notice this pattern of like unworthiness is arising. Like, oh, he said this and it makes me feel like I'm unworthy or, oh, she said this and it makes me feel disrespected, right? Like if we can see the pattern and really become the observer of our life, we don't observe our life. We live as if everything that's happening in each moment is reality. We don't ever question it. We don't ever start observing things. And that's where we get power. You don't just buy a computer and then like, start typing on it and just believe whatever. No, you learn about the computer. You learn how to use it so that it can do what you want it to do. If you want peace in your life, you learn the machinery that makes things unpeaceful, that makes you frustrated, that makes you angry. You learn that program. You learn those programs. You watch your patterns. You watch your behavior. If you want to get off sugar, you watch the patterning of like craving sugar. You just become really, really aware of it, right? And then when you begin noticing it, you can label it. And when you label it and you have awareness, in that awareness, a space is created. A space 
for you to truly evaluate what you want for the world and what you want for your life. So like, let's go back to the boyfriend-girlfriend situation. If your boyfriend says something that you feel unworthy about or your girlfriend says something that you feel disrespected by, you actually, in just witnessing like, oh, unworthiness, the program unworthiness is popping up. Oh, the program disrespect is popping up. Like the person said this and then it is like it turns on my program. And then you begin looking in your past like, does that program pop up other places? Okay, yes, I can see it's a program. Like I can see that I feel disrespected at work too. I can see that I feel unworthy uh, when I try on clothes too. I can see that I feel unworthy when I talk to my mother too, right? Like you can see that it's a pattern. Like this isn't the first time it's ever popped up. Then you can pause and really like look at your machinery like, okay, interesting. When this is said to me, this program arises. That's really good information for me. And what am I committed to with myself and for the world? I'm committed that I know my worth and that I claim my worth. I'm committed that I love my life and that I'm kind to other people in the world. I'm committed to having powerful like conversations about worth or respect in the world instead of just being a reaction. So like usually what we would do, right, is like if our partner disrespects us, we would disrespect them back. If we feel unworthy, we try to drag them to our level. Like, oh, you're going to make me feel unworthy? Yeah, I'm going to show you, right? We're constantly at war. We're constantly at war. You can see it in the world. We're constantly at war because we're just reactions, because we believe we are the machine. And when we know the machine, we can pause and we can choose. Because in the pause is a space. It like creates this little space where you can see like, whoa, I want to react. Whoa, I want to call them an a-hole. Whoa, I want to... Um, yell at the guy that just cat called me whoa I want to like complain about my boss again whoa I want to like all the ways that you just show up inside of the machine every reaction any habitual pattern any reaction that you just have anything that pops up in your life over and over and over again is a part of the machine it's not you what's you is when you notice the machine And then you powerfully choose something else. That's what we're here doing. You better believe Martin Luther King Jr. had a lot of machinery going on. People threatening his life, people attacking him, him getting thrown in jail, him being a minority. He had a bunch of machinery playing and he mastered his mindset. He really mastered like how to show up even when the machinery is throwing all this fear at him and questioning. It's like, no, he knew. He knew what he was here for. He could see, he could see the machinery and he still took action toward what he wanted. Toward what he was out to change and create in the world. I guarantee you, everywhere he went, he probably felt a level of fear. And he went 
anyway. He stepped out of the machinery. He saw, okay, I'm having fear. Okay, what am I committed to? I'm committed to like really racial equality. Like I'm committed to these bigger things. And he stepped out of the machinery, which is like, watch out, you might die. Watch out, you might die. You know, like I'm sure body sensations galore, thoughts galore. Like, why am I doing this? Do I really want to be doing this? Does this really matter? Like all the things I don't want to. all the things. And he acted anyway. He, he mastered the pause. He mastered the awareness of what's happening, what's normal in human existence, what this machine is and does. And he acted to what he's committed to, to what he wants in the world, to what he wants for his, his kids, for what he wants for the next generation. He acted inside of something bigger, because he knew the machinery. He didn't believe that was him. He, he had a fear arise and he didn't get caught up in it. And that's what I want to offer to you. That was my download. Is that get really, really introduced to and get to know the machine that's at play. Anything you do habitually is the machine. Any thought you have habitually is the machine. Any trigger you have habitually is the machine. Anything you get angry at all the time is the machine. When you pause and you notice the machine, you get to choose something else. So practice choosing something else. What I'm choosing right now, and maybe I hope this inspires someone, is I'm choosing to actually, so some of my machinery is I sometimes talk negatively about, negatively about life. I have like an apathetic part of my machine that feels like, what's the point? It's just a negative like drone and it means nothing. It's just a negative pattern that shows up. It's a program that opens in my body and in my life. That's like life is hard. And so what I am committed to is that I experience joy in life and I experience an aliveness and that actually I really get that my words create my life. So if I'm speaking apathetically all the time, then of course that's what I'm going to get. So what I am taking on is that life is a celebration and I want to celebrate everything in my speaking. I want to celebrate that I get to have another day here on this planet. I want to celebrate that I see the beauty in another human being. Like when I'm talking about another human, I want to celebrate them. I want my words about them to be a celebration. And that's with everything, with my career. I want the words I speak about my career to be a celebration. To celebrate. Like really celebrate. And the last thing I want to end this with is that you can, so this is a lot about you, right? Like I'm talking about you, you doing your inner work, but I want you to also be watching other people and like people's personalities. So to like loop this back around to the first thing I said, people's personalities and people's behaviors that like annoy you or bother you, that's their program running. It's not who they are. It's not who they are. It's their program. It's the byproduct of their entire life. It's their brain pulling files. That's its job. It's just doing its job. They're just reacting to their programming. That's it. And if you can really begin seeing that with others and like bringing in compassion 
and just witnessing their program. Like, okay, that's their program. And stop taking things so personally. Stop thinking that they're doing something to you. Then you get another pause moment to really show up with other human beings how you want to show up with other human beings. And that's what's going to make a difference on the planet is us really getting that we're machines and really getting what we're operating from and then choosing, really choosing what matters to us. How does it, like what matters in how we show up with another human? Do we want to be kind or do we want to be reactive? What matters? Do we want to take everything personally or do we want to like get curious about another human? What matters? Do I want to quit things that I start because I feel unworthy? Or do I want to keep going in the face of this program just arising? When we see the program, it doesn't have to run our life. We have a say. You have a say. Until next time.